Welcome to American Indian Living, a program developed by the Native Education and Health Initiative to improve and enhance the health of people throughout the Native communities. American Indian Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he's ready today to help you learn more about your health. Here's Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're conducting another interview from the campus of Uchi Pines Institute in Seal, Alabama. We've been talking with individuals who have gathered here for a variety of reasons, but on this uh, multi-faceted campus, there's an educational program, there's a medical clinic, there are lecture facilities, and right now in this program, we're going to be speaking to a couple of people who've become intimately acquainted with the lifestyle program held here at Uchi Pines Institute. Across from me are uh, two individuals who are involved with the current program, Darren Kelly and Jean Upton. It's great to have both of you with us. Thank you. Hello. Well, let's start with uh, you, Darren. Darren, you are not a native of uh, Columbus, Georgia, and these environs, are you? Uh, No, not by a long shot. So where do you hail from? Well, I'm originally from uh, Detroit, Michigan, but I currently reside in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, so give us some geography. How far are we right now from Charlotte? Uh, We're about five and a half hours by car. Okay, so you made the drive here? Yes, I did. And how long ago did you come to the campus of Uchi Pines? I arrived here Sunday, March 6th at about 2.30 p.m., I would say. Okay, so for those who uh, don't realize this is a pre-recorded show, if you're listening to it, uh, you know, many months down the road, uh, this is being recorded in March, and Darren has been here for uh, about, what, two weeks, a little bit longer? Yes, but it's it's just about 17 days now. Okay. And, Jean, how long have you been here? Oh, my mom and I have been here for a month. Okay, so what brought the two of you here? My mom having a physical problem, Mm -hmm. and... um, We came down. She came from Connecticut, flew from Connecticut down, and I drove up from Florida. I now live in Florida, but I grew up in Connecticut. Okay, so we've got you and your mom have come here for this same health program that Darren is going through. Is that right? Yes. So, Darren, tell us a little bit about what this program is. Uh, Sure. Um, As you stated during the open, it's essentially about uh, a lifestyle so I know that I needed to make a change in my lifestyle uh, due to some health issues that I have. Uh-huh. One being an issue with my thyroid, and then also I had uh, was uh, borderline hypertension. Okay. Uh, also borderline uh, diabetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, and I'm also uh, overweight. And so I needed to address all of these health issues. I recently went to the doctor back in October, and essentially he told me, either you make some changes in your life, or I'm going to need to start medicating you. Okay. And I do not want to be on medicine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I decided that it was time to make a change. Okay. And then, Gene, as far as some of the health issues your mom was addressing, what made you think that coming to an intensive lifestyle change program might help her? Well, my mom, being elderly, she has a, a serious, you know, the silent disease, cancer. Mm. And she's had a second bout with it bladder cancer and it's severe Mm. so we knew we needed to do something and she did not want to have radiation and she is not a good candidate to remove her 
bladder or have chemotherapy. So we came to Uchi Pines, and it was upon her request. Okay. She'd been here before a number of years ago and just was thrilled to come Okay. and afraid of the doctors. <laughs> okay. So basically, we've got you know two different stories, two different sets of goals. This is a program that unlike a conventional hospital where – People are coming, you know, pretty much every day. You might have a roommate for a couple of days. If you're in a hospital for a week, maybe you had three different roommates, people coming and going. Everyone here comes at the same time and leaves at the same time, pretty much. Is, isn't that the case? Yes, unless it's um, a problem that they feel they should stay longer. Okay. They will encourage people to stay for another semester, another uh-huh. session, I'm sorry, or as long as they possibly can, depending if their problem has been brought under control. With my mom, we came during the last session, stayed for half of it, and for this one. Okay, okay. So, Darren, tell us a little bit about some of the other people going through this program or this session with you. Uh, Sure. Um, So you have uh, people coming from all over the United States and actually all over the globe uh, here to UG Pines. Uh, There was a lady from the Bahamas. Actually, there was a mother and daughter from the Bahamas. There was another lady who came from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman and his mother who are here from New York. Mm-hmm. There's a lady from Atlanta, Georgia, a gentleman from, uh, he was originally from, uh, from Illinois and he's also here as well. So, uh, people are from all over. There's actually a gentleman who went to the program with us who was actually on the campus of UG Pine. So, okay. uh, there are people here from all over who have different health issues, but are all here for the same purpose, who they all want to get their health issues addressed in a natural way. Well, let's talk, first of all, before we talk about your personal stories, Jean, tell us a little bit about what you've observed in other participants, uh, with the exception of Darren. What have you noticed in the in the time you've been here? Well, <clears throat> I always notice when people are getting around better. Mm. And within a week, a week and a half, I notice that people who come here that cannot ambulate very well are out walking and saying how much better they feel and their bodies are not aching them so much. Okay. So once people are are taken off a lot of heavy sweets and caffeine mm. you see tremendous change in them they feel better they act better they have a nice smile on their face and they want to be out of doors okay i've noticed that every time i've come to uchi pines now you've been here multiple times then yes i have tell, tell over us about the years that. You've been coming back and forth maybe yes. with different people who had illnesses yes family members and i've encouraged church members to come Okay. Recently, one of the church members came, and she is just, just lost weight and doing tremendous. And, of course, she's telling everyone else at church they need to come here. I came here many years ago and with my mom and um, for smoking cessation. And oh, wow. she never smoked again. Tremendous. And tremendous. I have brought my aunt. I've been here myself with health issues okay. a number of years ago. Nothing major, but... It was just a tremendous blessing to be here and to receive all the treatments and learn about diet. But also, I was very blessed to have a a family that lived here on campus and their daughters trained here move into my home in Connecticut Mm. many years ago. So I have just learned so much. From them, we would do home remedies classes and Mm -hmm. cooking classes. So I've... 
changed my thinking on medicine. Being a nurse, working operating room, and okay. on the floors at the hospital, I changed my thinking many years ago, and and this is the way to go, Uchi Pines. So more natural approaches yes. rather than as much surgery yes. and medication. So you're both on the same page there, right, Darren? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. So now, Darren, you're sitting next to someone right now in, in the person of Gene Upton, who has a health background. Are you also a health professional by training? No, not by a long shot. I'm in the uh, automotive industry. I'm in uh, automotive sales, uh, internet sales for a car company. Oh, so okay. nothing to do with health at all. Okay. Well, I'm interested in your perspective. I heard Jean, she's looking around with the nurse's eye, and she's using terms like ambulate. You know, people are walking better than when they came. I think that's something that would especially grab a nurse. But how about for someone who's not a health professional? Have you been impressed with what has been happening to your peers? Oh, uh, yes, uh, without a doubt, because uh, we, uh, we speak about it nightly. What you've been able to witness is you see, uh, as Gene stated, people a lot more active, but also their spirits are, uh, have been uplifted. Mm-hmm. You see people who start to believe that they can get better okay. and, and that they will do better. Now, me not having a very strong uh, religious background myself, though, I can see that in a lot of ways uh, it has been beneficial and that, you know, because people are talking a lot about how uh, God has been performing miracles in their lives and mm-hmm. the handiwork. As a matter of fact, on the day I arrived, there was a gentleman sitting in the lobby and he said, brother, be prepared for a miracle. And mm-hmm. I can honestly attest to the fact that after these 17 days, there has been a miracle change in my life. Wow. Well, I mean... You're begging the question. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell, tell us what's happened in your life, Darren. Well, uh, as I stated, you know, I, I came in with uh, a lot of health issues. Uh, everything, as the doctor told me, was essentially just at the cusp of uh, becoming uh, the need to be medicated. So I was just about there to be a diabetic, just about there for hypertension. Uh, my insulin level was at 49, uh, which was which the doctor told me meant that my pancreas was working overtime. Uh, my weight was way out of whack. Uh, my thyroid was excessively large and either, uh, I can't remember which count it was, whether it was my T3 or my T4 with respect to my thyroid, mm-hmm. but one of them was high. Huh. And, and after the 17 days, my insulin level was at 17. Uh, my blood pressure is 126 over 76 and my blood sugar is now at 94, and I've lost 22 pounds in the period of 17 days. Wow. And I in no way, shape, fashion, or form starved. Uh-huh. I ate, and I ate sizable portions, and I also only ate twice a day. So without a doubt, this works, and this can work for anybody. It's just uh, if you're willing to put in your part and do your effort. And then uh, I would also honestly say that if you're also willing to ask for a little assistance from man upstairs, you know, ask mm. God for a little bit of help, you can see some changes in your life too. And now that last part I gathered from the comment you made about asking God or asking the Creator or Great Spirit, however, you know, someone wants to uh, identify with that that higher power, that part of your experience wasn't uh, a major one before you came. Is that true or am I missing something? No, you're not missing anything. Uh, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. Prior to coming to UG Pines, I had a previous relationship with God or as the spirit, or as you would say, uh, but it hadn't been in existence. And I had attempted to lose weight uh, on several occasions prior to, and 
you know, I would have a, some monicum of success, but always fall back into my normal okay. routines and fall back in the ways. But uh, this time, I met with the doctor, and his initial thing was, I want you to fast for three days. Wow. And I laughed. Huh. Like, fast you for three days. You literally laughed. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm like, are you kidding? I said, I've never been able to fast for more than 12 hours. Uh-huh. You know, but now you're going to ask me to fast for, fast for a period of 72 but uh, I told him I would be willing to give it a shot. So uh, when it came the morning time for me to arise to start the fast, I essentially just kneeled and prayed and said, "Just mm. Lord, just give me the strength to make it through the day. Wow. And I wasn't hungry. I didn't get any headaches. I didn't feel any aches, any pains. I made it through. And then I did the uh-huh. same thing the second day. Wow. And then I did it the third. And now I'm actually at the point to where I'm fasting uh, once a week. Okay. But it's still a, but it's, but it is a constant struggle and a constant fight. Mm -hmm. So I know that I still need to ask for that uh, assistance on a daily basis in order to get it. Okay. That's, uh, that's a great story. So you're seeing victories in your life, numbers all improving. And part of that, I'm assuming, is because they put you on more medications. Is that it? (laughs) No. uh, Like I said initially, I, had a strong desire to take no medicine. I am not taking any medication. The only medication I say is uh, maybe drink a ten of the glass uh, glasses of water a day. Okay. Regular exercise, regimenting my sleep, regimenting my meals, and um, just finding a connection with God. And it sounds simple because it is, but you know, it's it's truly as I found in the last seventeen days the best way to live your life. Wow. Gene, you've been uh, observing what your mom's been experiencing. You've been observing other patients. We want to explore some of this in some in great detail. But before we go there, if you were to just say in, say, 30 seconds, it kind of crystallize what message you would give to perhaps a nurse or another health professional who's tuning into this show, why should they keep listening? What kind of things... Uh, do you see us talking about? Well, any person in the health field can see that um, medication is a band-aid for a condition. You need to get to the source of the problem, and that's what they will see when they start to study UG Pines and other lifestyle centers that treat people naturally with hydrotherapy and herbal teas and diet changes they will see that and be very much more interested as I was. We are going to talk more about this. We've got to step away just for a couple of minutes. Gene is not going away. Darren is staying by. We're going to talk about some of the practical things they do at Uchi Pine, some of the things that can make a difference in your life. We will be back with more. I'm Dr. DeRose. Don't go away. We will be right back. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke, and you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Emergency medical. 
medical unit. Respond to 102 Maple Avenue. Possible stroke victim. When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders in Stroke. If you receive disability benefits, keeping Social Security informed is key. Keeping us informed minimizes the chance that we learn about something later that could negatively affect your benefits. That's the surprise no one wants because it creates overpayments that you must repay, disrupts payments, and can even jeopardize your entitlement to Social Security benefits. Learn more about reporting responsibilities for people working and receiving disability or SSI benefits by reading our online publications, Working While Disabled, How We Can Help, and How Work Affects Your Benefits at www.socialsecurity.gov pubs. Some changes can be reported online at www.socialsecurity.gov. You can also notify us at 1-800-772-1213 or contact your local Social Security office. Our goal at Social Security is to pay you the right amount on time every month. With your cooperation to keep us informed of changes, the likelihood of any unpleasant surprises that could derail your benefits will be greatly minimized. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with Dr. David DeRose and with uh, Darren and Jean, my guests. We're speaking from the campus of Uchi Pines Institute, and we're speaking about this fairly unusual program, a program where people come and they'll spend literally a couple of weeks or longer at this facility. They'll work with doctors and other health professionals and really get a total lifestyle change. We've been hearing about some of the impact that this can have on a variety of conditions. And we want to drill down and talk a little bit about some of the actual aspects of the program. So, Darren, one of the things that I've heard you and Gene mention is this idea of hydrotherapy. Tell us a little bit about what that's all about. Okay. So, <clears throat> essentially, the hydrotherapy is a couple different. There's a couple different methods that were actually used on me specifically. Uh, one was a, uh, it's called a contrast bath, mm-hmm. where, you know, they, you sit in the shower and you're, you're actually seated and the, and then the nozzles surrounding you on all sides and they, and for three minutes you were, uh, it's hot water blasted at you. Hmm. And then it switched from hot water and then it goes for 30 seconds to cold and then back to hot for three minutes and this is done for, Five to seven times. So they do that when you haven't confessed to all your sins? Or what, is, what is this about? Uh, no, essentially uh, the theory behind it, um, the logic is, is that the contrast and the temperature of the water allows the blood to uh, to be pulled to the surface, which allows it to the, uh, the immune system to kick in and mm. to fight whatever illness you're having. And with me specifically, as I stated, I have an issue with my thyroid, so they wanted to be able to focus on that and to draw that out so that it would focus and hopefully help me with the inflammation in it and then slowly started to decrease, which we've definitely seen a big reduction in it. And there was also the uh, Russian 
steam bath Mm -hmm. where you're in a chamber and essentially the only part of your body that is out of the steam room is your head. So you're laying down Uh and then the only part that's sticking out of the steam is your head. And that's the same theory is to raise your temperature, which Mm -hmm. will get the blood to circulate and flow more, which will, you know, once again, to get the immune system to start to working. Now, the one that seemed to be the most effective for me, though, was uh, fomentations. And essentially, that's where they take a hot compress for three minutes, alternating with cold, mm-hmm. and put it directly on the thyroid itself, oh, okay. and then alternate that five to seven times. For So from hot to cold, hot to cold, alternating. And that one really seemed to do the trick, because I came in with my inch at a, with my neck at a diameter of 25, and it's now down to uh, 22. Wow. You've lost three inches from your neck size in... 17 days? In 17 days. That's amazing. Yes. Gene, you're a nurse. Were you taught in nursing school about hydrotherapy? No, we did use fomentations Mm -hmm. for back ailments, back injuries, sore back. But we did not alternate hot and cold. Mm -hmm. Understanding the principle of bringing the blood and making the blood go away. And when it does, back and forth, it's carrying away germs and it's boosting the immune system hmm. and so we did not learn that in nursing school so your mother who came here with cancer was she getting some type of hydrotherapy as well yes she receives fomentations uh-huh. and she's done very well with all of her treatments and she's been getting fever treatments where you are in a tank of water you're sitting right down in a big bathtub, a nice deep one, okay. and they bring your temperature up. I like to get it up to 102. Uh-huh. So, and with older people, that's a little more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And some people can tolerate that, some not as well. But the important thing is to bring it up over your body temperature, a few degrees, and stay in that tank as long as you can, and then you get a cool rinse, a brisk rub down, and... Put your socks and shoes on, go back, get in your bed, not walking on the cold floor, getting bundled right up, and sleep for a while because it does tire people having these treatments. Then they get up, take a shower to rinse toxins off their body, mm-hmm. and they're they're off again. Okay. Now, a lot of times there are cancer markers that are being followed for certain cancers. There may be symptoms that someone's having yes. with a, a given cancer. Has your mom had any demonstrable evidence that she's doing better as far as the cancer or her overall sense of well-being? Well, she certainly feels better emotionally, Okay. not as frightened. You know, when people have bladder cancer, they just start to bleed, and that's that's their first warning usually. She's had no problems here. So you mean the bleeding has stopped? Yes. Wow. Yes, and she's doing very well and... Like I said, emotionally, that's very important. When people are worried every day Uh about what might happen to them, many times it does happen to them. No, no, you're exactly right. Well, I I have met your mother. I've been here speaking at at a conference, and they've been gracious. They've been allowing us to eat in their cafeteria here with you folks. So I've got to see some of uh, the kind of food they serve and all, and I'm not going to tell you my assessment of the food because I've just been here a day or two, and who knows? Maybe they changed the menu because they've got a you know some visiting uh, health professionals. Is this uh, have they just put on a nice uh, show when we're here? Oh no, we eat like kings and queens. <laughs> In the morning, you eat like a 
king and a queen. At lunch, you eat like a prince and a princess, and in the evening, like a pauper. And if you do that, you're going to have better health. You don't need the evening meal. Maybe for some very thin people, they might eat a light. Or hard workers. If they're out in the field working uh-huh. here in the gardens, they get a light meal. But my mom will attest to the food here and okay. me. <laughs> yeah, it's unusual for a health institution. I mean, most of the mm-hmm. time, people are complaining about the food. Now, Darren, you've been losing weight. Is And you said you were eating quite a bit, but is it safe to assume that part of the reason you've lost weight is the food just wasn't very palatable to you? <laughs> no, that's not the case at all. Uh, the food is a, this food is a, is extremely tasty now. I you know I have got a little tired of eating salad, but other than that fact, uh, everything is great. Uh, because you eat a variety of uh, fruits and vegetables on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Uh, so you know if you could just imagine in the morning when you wake, because we typically separate um, your fruits and from your vegetables. So in the morning. I wake up, have two to three pieces of fruit, okay. uh, along with a palm full of nuts, uh-huh. uh, piece of toast, and addition to that may have a small bowl of uh, a whole grain cereal. Uh-huh. And, you know, once you eat three or four pieces of fruit, you know, it's pretty filling. Okay, so what about uh, a lot of the things that have been real popular lately with people, like all the juicing? Are they giving you a bunch of juice uh, here at uh, Uchi Pines? I am on a, um, I am doing a celery juice twice, uh, half an hour prior to, prior to, to my meals, uh, but it's not a big gigantic glass. So it's not a meal. Mm-hmm. It's just the, uh, to, to boost my immune system. Okay. So I'm getting about a quarter cup of glass of celery juice and so are some of the other guests here as well. So it is definitely not to replace the meal. Mm-hmm. It's essentially as a supplement because that way you get the vitamins and minerals into the bloodstream a lot faster through the juicing. Now I'm going to be real honest with you, both of you. I've never had celery juice. Am I missing out on one of the delicious juices, or is no. it okay? <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to deliberate long on that one. It's. Uh, I would say it's an acquired taste. Oh, so you like it now? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. Oh, okay, okay. And what about uh, your mom, Jean? Is she using juicing as part of her regimen? She gets aloe vera juice, huh. which is for her cancer. Thirty huh. minutes prior to the meal. Okay. For the reason you don't want to drink with your meal, you don't want to dilute your stomach juices. Huh. So you don't drink with your meal, and you don't drink for about an hour or so after. So she has that, and mm-hmm. she has some extra things with her food. She has soybeans. Okay. And everyone has flax and chia seeds. Okay. And cumin seeds, and that's for everyone. And seeds and nuts at their breakfast meal, and always whole grains. No white products. Right. And vegan. It's all vegan, the food. So no animal products? None no. at all. Okay. And and do you think, Darren, that's a little bit extreme? Are you going to go back and, you know, try to incorporate a little meat and cheese? No, uh, because not only do they did they show us how to eat, but they also showed us why. Huh. So once you went through the lectures and you saw the reasons behind the choices of going vegan, uh, unless you just truly don't have any will you you know you really wouldn't be it really wouldn't be wise to go back because there are a lot of bacteria a lot of things that are in meat that you that are really you know actually causing the afflictions that most of us are going through so no i have no intentions to go back so basically we're speaking about diet and as i mentioned already 
diet is one of the things that, uh, well, you know, we hold our food choices very close to our heart. And so I'm assuming, and maybe this is a false assumption, that at least for you, Darren, never having been to Uchi Pines before, or am I wrong? Were you here before? I've been to Uchi Pines, but I wasn't as a guest, and I wasn't um, um, attempting to truly... I lived a lifestyle, but it wasn't because of, it wasn't by my choice. Essentially, I was okay. down here with the family members, so of course I ate as they ate. Uh-huh. But it wasn't something that that I was choosing to do. So now it's a big difference because this is what I choose. Okay, wow! So remarkable changes in the lifestyle, whether it's hydrotherapy, water treatments, whether it has to do with different dietary practices. And the exciting thing is lives are being changed. People are getting healthier. They're walking better. They're feeling better. People with bleeding cancers have stopped bleeding. We've got more to talk about in today's edition of American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Gene Upton is going to be staying by with us. So is Darren Kelly. And we're going to explore just a little bit more some of the dramatic things that are happening here at Uchi Pines. Also some more practical lessons of things that can make a difference in your own life. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more on American Indian Living. American Indian Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please call one 800 775 hope that's 1-800-775-4673 so you want to be a hero here are some ways to get the job hunt down that killer shark or run into a burning house to save a kitten luckily there's an easier way to become a hero call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke sudden weakness on one side or trouble speaking walking or seeing stroke know the signs Act in time. You'll be a real hero. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. Can you guess what's going on here? It's kids getting fit. Studies show that children and teens who get at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day reduce the risk of obesity, heart disease, anxiety, and increase their overall mood. So whether it's around your neighborhood or at school, just get out and play. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org. Or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute since 1936. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live United. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute. Because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Diabetes affects more than 29 million Americans. If left untreated, diabetes can lead to serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, blindness, and kidney disease. Your family's health history can be an important factor in determining your risk of developing diabetes. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you and your family. Do all you can to prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Visit yourdiabetesinfo.org to learn more. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. 
Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to the second half of today's edition of American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose, Gene Upton, Darren Kelly, participants in the Yuchi Pines Lifestyle Program, or I guess more precisely in Jean's case, a, uh, a companion to her mother, who's a participant in the program. We've been speaking about this innovative program that's been going on here at, just outside of Columbus, Georgia, just over the uh, Alabama line in um, Seal, Alabama. We've been speaking about this innovative program, even though it's been around for some 40 years. Some just exciting things continue to happen. We want to talk a little bit more about the program. And before we come back to, to Darren and Gene, uh, just from uh, from my perspective, to talk with the folks in the studio as well as you tuning in by way of the airwaves. I've always been impressed with lifestyle centers. I've worked in them myself. And what I've enjoyed about them as a physician is, yes, I can educate a patient on the optimal way of eating. I've helped uh, run cooking classes and seminars, nutrition seminars in communities. The problem with it is people can't change their diet any quicker than you educate them if they're having to cook all the foods themselves. But here in this venue, from the day you arrive, they're serving you what they feel will be the optimal diet for your condition, and then they're educating you and teaching you how to do it, right? Isn't that how it works? Yes. So tell us what that's like. I mean, there's a lot of people, uh, and I don't want to betray any gender bias, but over the years working in these centers, a lot of guys feel like their job is not in the kitchen. Are you required as a participant, Darren, uh, to attend these cooking classes they have? Um, well, you're not required to participate in anything that they have, but mm-hmm. it is really recommended that you do. Okay. So, yes, I was in there, and I am definitely not a man who likes to be in the kitchen. If I'm in there more than 10 minutes, I'm a tad bit irritated. Okay. But these classes have been educational and also fun. Really? Yeah. I actually, <laughs> this past Sunday, I actually break my own loaf of bread. So Did you really? Which is actually pretty cool. And what they're edu- educating us on is not taking an extensive amount of time either. So huh. they're showing us how to make meals, cook things that are taking less than 30 and 40 minutes to prepare. And they're very tasty. Wow. So, Jean, were you an experienced cook before you came to the program? Yes, I was. In years past, I have helped teach cooking classes uh-huh. and have eaten this way. And my mom has been a vegetarian. Okay. so A lacto-over-vegetarian, but for uh-huh. years she has not eat, eaten meat. But it's a wonderful refresher, and there's always things to learn, making waffles and sauces without sugar and there's uh-huh. just and making bread. And it's hands-on. You have a lecture mm-hmm. on nutrition, and then you cook, and you eat what you have cooked at the meals. Oh, really? You're eating your own cooking? Yes. yes which is which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. So not only are you seeing that it can be done quickly and efficiently, but then you also have the opportunity to taste it to know that, uh, you know, it also tastes good, which which is which is important for people. Uh-huh. It's not just that it's fast, but that it also tastes good, because at the end of the day, you want your meals you want to be able to enjoy what it is that you're eating. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to succeed on any uh, dietary program, no matter what you're doing. If it doesn't taste good, you're going to stop shortly thereafter. Well, it's pretty remarkable. So basically, someone who's not a cook, they're engaged, they're enjoying it. Someone who's an experienced cook isn't bored. You're not saying, oh, they're showing no. me how to cut uh, cut carrots again. So no. it's not like that at all, huh? No, we're making gluten-free crackers and gluten free um, meals for people. Also, there's a number of people who are gluten-free okay. and nightshade-free. 
Mm-hmm. So we'll have pizza that's nightshade free. And well, well, tell us about this. Some people good. are saying, well, nightshade. I mean, it sounds like a drape or a blind. Why would anyone put that in their in their meal? <laughs> well, even though it's good food, the nightshades being made up of tomatoes, potatoes, eggplant, pepper, and of course tobacco, which you wouldn't be eating or chewing here, um, you eliminate that from your diet if you are allergic to it. Okay. Many people okay. that have arthritis, uh, they're tested in. They're allergic to nightshades. Huh. So there's many, many things you can make and not sh- use nightshades. You can make a sauce using beets. Tastes very good. You mean, wait a minute, a tomato, like a tomato? Yes, and it's sauce delicious. Made out of beets? Yes, and I prefer that pizza. Gluten-free because I'm gluten-free. Really? With beets on it. Very good. Oh my, yes. I, I think, I, I think I haven't <laughs> quite gotten that far yet. So I mean, some of the listeners are probably thinking this is sounding really weird, but if you served, this gluten-free pizza with beet sauce, is the average person going to say this is uh, just a sham, fake? I don't. And years ago at cooking class, we made it, and people thought it was very good. And really? people who can't eat nightshades, they just can't eat them. They say, well, what will I have? Well, we made a pizza for you. Wow. They think it's just wonderful. So, Darren, did you have this problem with gluten and nightshades? No, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, I, I can attest to this, though, that now it's not going to taste like a traditional pizza that you've eaten. Uh-huh. However, it does taste good. And after a period of time, if you're not eating meat, you will begin to appreciate because, number one, your taste buds become so much more alive when they're not being polluted by um, by all of the sugars and the salts and everything. So it opens it up, and so you taste things that you never have, and you'd be surprised at how well things taste. Wow. So we're trying to give people a flavor for why people have been coming to this institution for many years, why they keep coming. You're telling us about changed lives. You're telling us even though the food's healthy, it tastes good, and they're teaching you how to be successful with it when you go home. You've been telling us about these water treatments. Have we pretty much covered the whole program, or are there other things that were important elements of the program for you guys? There are a few more, I would say. Exercise. Exercise. So uh, how does that work here, Jean? Well, there's a an exercise room, and you're free to use all the exercise equipment. But every day, your counselor will come to you after breakfast and after lunch, and you'll take a walk. So there's just beautiful grounds to walk on here and enjoy nature and be close to the Lord, and it's wonderful. But you are encouraged to walk. Even if you can't walk very far, you might only take five or six steps the first day if if your affliction you know, keeps you from walking well, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you, by the time you've been here a week or two, you'll be walking. I've seen it with my family members, and I observe it here um, with other people that come. I've been here many times, and walking is very important. Exercise is vitally important to keep your body working properly. It's like a a, a car. You have to keep it moving. You can't just let it sit there. Or you'll rust out. It's a good out, machine, huh? but you need to keep using it. That's right. Well, let's think about this uh, just and explore it just a little bit more. We're talking about exercise. You're talking about an emphasis on walking. But you mentioned something that was very strange, I'm sure, sounding to many of those listening. And that was you mentioned a counselor. I mean, I think of a counselor, you know, in a mental health setting, in a sterile room, or maybe a nicely decorated room, talking about your childhood this must be some kind of different counselor, Darren. What, what's going on here? Yeah, this is um, more of someone who essentially is uh, is an assistant to you. 
their job is to help deliver the treatments, but also to assist you with, if you need somebody to walk with, talk with, pray with, and essentially just be there for you. So whatever hmm. it is you need, they're there to, they are there to aid you with. And so what does it look like practically? How many participants did you have going through this program? I'd say between, would you say between 13 and 15, Jane? Yes. Okay. Yes, every session varies. Sometimes it will be a full house and uh-huh. certain times of years uh-huh. of the year. It's, it'll be slower and then there'll be more. Okay. But the counselors here are students and tra- uh, they've been in training here. They're lifestyle educators. They're lifestyle counselors. Uh-huh. And they're, many of them are young people. Okay. Some are couples that come here and okay. older. They live on campus and they basically run the place. They give you your treatments. And when they're learning, you can volunteer. I volunteered um, for a massage, and it was one of the best massages I ever had. Okay. <laughs> so one of the students gave me a terrific massage. And you must ask your counselor for a massage because they'll give you one after your treatment. Okay. So basically, you got 13 to 15 participants. How many counselors would they have? Uh, I don't know if it's quite a one-to-one ratio, but yes. it's not far from it. If it's oh, not. really? So a counselor may just have one or two or maybe three patients? I would say no more than two. No more than really? two. So this is pretty individualized one on one. attention. It's one-on-one all the time. Wow. You're never without your counselor, and there's a resident lifestyle counselor that lives, that stays at the center and is uh-huh. there all night. And when people need them, if they're in pain, they get up and minister to them. Wow. Take care of them. And they're up many evenings with people. And you also have, so these people are more in training, but you've also got professionals oh, yes. who are here as well. So, So what does that staff look like? Well, many of the people that come here for training are already nurses, nurse oh, okay. practitioners, oh, okay. and some of them come to observe. Some come as students and take this course because it's it's so different than mm-hmm. what you would get in the medical field. But there are many of them that live here and work here, and they rotate through you know, the kitchen. They help you with the cooking classes. They do mm-hmm. everything. Without them, the place wouldn't run. <laughs> okay. And the doctors are on staff. You have doctor's visits. Mm-hmm. When you first come, you have blood work drawn. Mm-hmm. Before you leave, you have a second blood draw. Okay. So you always have doctors and nurses. So you've got the conventional medical practitioners here at Uchi Pines, but then you've got these ancillary providers that some of them may be professionals, uh, yes. have those professional degrees, but others are really there. I mean, they're all having the same purpose to really support you, work with you one-on-one, whether it's exercise, whether it's in the cooking area, whether it's giving the hydrotherapy. Yes. Now, one thing I noticed, I stayed here last night. Uh, I'll be staying here for a few nights while I'm speaking for this conference. And I noticed it was a little bit different uh, venue than I'm usually in. I, the room was very nice. The uh, grounds are very nice, like you've mentioned. But I noticed there were some things that were weren't in the room. When I'm staying in a conventional hotel, they usually have one of those big uh, flat screen TVs, you know, the cable or the satellite. Now, maybe I didn't get the orientation, but I didn't see any uh, television set. Was Would they just give me a room that was kind of the bare bones room because I wasn't paying for it? No, there are no television sets in the rooms. Now, you do have an option that if you have an electronic device such as a DVD player, you do have the option to bring your own, but uh, here at UG Pines it's believed that those things essentially are distractions uh, from what you're attempting to do while you're here. Okay. 
And I also noticed things quieted down, it seemed, quite early in the night. What's the schedule like here, Jean? Yes, you're encouraged to get to bed at a reasonable time, 9 o'clock, 9.30. Wow. And when you sleep, go to sleep early in the evening, especially those hours before midnight. It's like double time, Mm. and you wake up feeling much more refreshed. You need to eat on time. You need to go to bed on time. Your body is on circadian rhythms, and you need to to keep on a schedule for good health. So people go to bed at night. Everything quiets right down at 9 o'clock. Okay. Now, I did notice something interesting here that most hotels don't have. I noticed someone actually ringing a bell <laughs> yes. at an early hour of the yes. morning. Yes. And uh, what was that all about, Darren? Well, uh, the bell starts the morning, so that's the main reason you better get to sleep at night. Oh. <laughs> because we rise at 5.30. Okay, I didn't quite look at the watch. It was 5.30 when that uh, yeah. bell was ringing. Well, okay. this morning it might have been 5.45, but typically it's 5.30 to 5.45. We're up in there taking vitals. Okay, so every morning you're weighing in, they're getting your blood pressure. Every all morning. Wow. Unless you're not on vitals anymore, and some people around them the entire visit. Uh-huh. If they're not, then they get to sleep a little bit later, and then the bell rings and your specials are out because you have them before. Mm-hmm. You eat, and there's worship time if you choose to attend. Okay, well, I know there's more to talk about, and there's some more practical illustrations. We've got to step away just momentarily. We'll be back with a final segment talking about some practical ways to make a difference in your community, your home, your tribe, wherever it might be. Stay tuned. We will be back with a final segment on today's show. Today's broadcast has been pre recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. Diabetes is a serious disease that runs in families. If your parents or siblings have type 2 diabetes, you have a greater chance of getting the disease. If you're African American, Hispanic, or Latino, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, you also have a higher chance of developing the disease. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you understand your risk. Visit the NDEP website at yourdiabetesinfo.org for diabetes prevention tools, including the Family Health History Quiz. It started off as a normal day. I felt fine when I arrived at the plant. Ruth Junius's life was about to change. Then I dropped my keys. They kept slipping out of my hand. My arm felt numb. A co-worker asked me if I was okay, and I couldn't speak. I started to get scared. Ruth was having a stroke. People around her weren't sure what to do. They thought I should go home or lie down, but I knew something was very wrong. I wrote 911 on a piece of paper with my other hand. And someone called for me. Because everyone acted quickly, doctors at the hospital were able to give Ruth treatment that started to reverse the symptoms. Within a few minutes, I was talking again. I didn't know a thing about stroke before I had one. Now I make sure that my friends and family know all the signs of stroke so they'll get help fast if they need it. No stroke. 
Know the signs. Act in time. Call 1-800-352-9424 for more information. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to our final segment of today's edition of American Indian Living. Dr. David DeRose with uh, two stimulating guests. Jean Upton sharing things from a nurse's perspective as she has been attending or a companion of her mother here who's been going through the Uchi Pines program for cancer. And then Darren Kelly also sitting across from me. Darren, although he doesn't have a medical background, has been getting an interesting training at Uchi Pines, and he's been seeing his metabolism improve. You've heard him, how he's, if you've been with us at least from the beginning of the show, how he's dropped over 20 pounds, right? 22 to be exact. 22 pounds, dropped three inches off your neck. And And four off my waist. Four off your waist. I mean, the weight's just dropping off, and uh, it looks like you're feeling good, though. I'm feeling great. So you're going to be going back home any day, right? Program's finishing up, and the question is, can you continue at home? What do you think? Yes, definitely. Um, what you can do is, you know, I would say if at all possible, if you can get to UT Pines or a place like it, go. But in the event that this is not some place that you can make it to, there are definitely some things that you can do in your life to help you live a better lifestyle. One, you should strive to uh, have a connection with God or a higher being, whatever you may deem that to be. Two, you should regiment your sleep, your diet, your exercise, your water. Because if you do things on a consistent basis and at the same time, you would be surprised at how much easier it is. Hmm. For example, I'm only on two meals a day, okay. and I only feel hunger at that time period for the meals. Okay. I'm not hungry at any other time during the day. Because you're just eating at those specific times. Because I'm time. just eating at those specific times. So I don't get hungry at 8 or 10 o'clock at night. Because my body adjusts. The the body is an amazing temple, and it will do exactly what you ask it to do if you become consistent with what you do. And you also need to make sure you're getting enough sleep. So you can't be going to bed at 1 or 2 in the morning and trying to get up at 5 a.m. So you need to try to get at least 7 to 8 hours a night. Drink 8 to 10 glasses of water, and if at all possible... Try to do uh, as much fruits and vegetables in your diet as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you're not at the point to where you're willing to let go of meats and the other animal products, you should increase the number of vegetables and fruits that are in your diet. And, and as much as possible, try to do what we consider to be an 80-20, 80% uh, raw, 20% cooked meals. Okay. So And it just... Those are simple things that anybody can do to help implement their life changes, but it will help you drastically. Because if you're in a regimented, it makes it so much easier. I know what time I'm getting up. I know what time I'm having breakfast. I know when I'm going to walk. I know how far I'm going to walk. So I no longer have to think about all of those aspects of my day. Because, you know, I've been to Weight Watchers and counting calories and doing other things. That's just not something you can do long term. That's why most people end up dropping out. Wow. So, so regiment your life. So basically what I hear you saying, Darren, is if you can come to Uchi Pines, I mean, do it. But if not, you can still implement a lot of these things right at home. Oh, without a doubt. And fairly quickly. Uh, for those of you that have uh, just heard about Uchi Pines for the first time, or maybe you've been hearing us uh, on this series of shows talking about this institution, I do have some contact information if you'd like it. 
You can call 877 and then simply Uchi Pines. That's U-C-H-E-E Pines. That will get you right in touch with someone here at this facility. Or you can go to the website, which is Uchi Pines. That's, again, U-C-H-E-E Pines. So either way, you can get more information about this innovative facility. Now, Gene, you've been basically here as a a support person for your mother, but you're also a health professional. You're a nurse. What would you say to other health professionals who may be hearing about this type of approach for the first time? Well, I think that many people are interested in, in healthy living and alternative medicine. I know even when I worked um, in a variety of facilities, there were always people interested in, um, in vegetarians, and, and they would talk about it a lot. People ask me a lot about it. It's just a good thing if people can do more research. It, there's so much available online, but calling Uchi Pines, getting in touch with, with a lifestyle center, there's a number of them around the country, getting in touch with them, getting a hold of some books. Mm -hmm. And if they possibly can take a few days and go, some people come just for a few days, just learn. Many people aren't happy with just taking drugs and just putting a Band-Aid on the the wound. They want to know why. What's a great message? If they will just, you know, research or, or go to a lifestyle center, they'll be so glad they will. And they'll take this information back to their family their friends. I mean, we all have sick relatives. We mm-hmm. all have friends who call us and ask us, what do I do? You know, what do I take for this? I don't tell them drugs. I tell them, ah, I've got some information and I get my printer going and I mail them the information. And, wow. And I, I've been doing this a long time. So it sounds like you might be one of the resources we should be uh, giving out <laughs> contact information for. Well, I'm busy at church, but I'm happy to help anyone that I can because we should share what uh-huh. we know. It's wrong Definitely. not to share it. <laughs> Well, you think about this over the next minute or two, because if you want to give out some contact information, Gene, we'll allow you to do that. But uh, before we do, let me just tell you my own experience. Uh, I haven't told this to Gene or Darren, some of you that are regular listeners, since we've been doing several shows from Uchi Pines. Some of you may have heard me mention this, but my first exposure to this uh, institution was when I was a medical student many years ago. I came out, did just what Gene is encouraging you to think about if you're a health professional, and I came out here for a week. Uh, I also visited one of these other lifestyle centers that uh, Gene is mentioning. It happened to be Wildwood Institute about four hours from here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at least outside of Chattanooga in uh, northern Georgia. And it was, uh, for me, an amazing experience because I, as a uh, physician in training, had been used to seeing people come into the hospital, sometimes uh, you know, barely getting out, sometimes dying in the hospital. And I just saw these amazing things. I saw people with terrible heart disease, couldn't walk across the parking lot. 17 days later, they're walking seven or eight miles, you know, just like you said. I mean, this amazing change in in lifestyle. So yes, it is definitely dramatic, and there are opportunities for you, whether you go to the Uchi Pines website at uchipines.org, or whether you... um, can I say call Gene Upton? Are you willing to let us know how to track I, you down? I certainly am. That's my mission. So how do people track you down, Gene? Uh, they seem to find me through the church, through my church. Uh-huh. And uh, are you going to give out your church, or is this uh, going to be a secret? People have to call the no, radio station. No, you go right ahead and give it out. Okay. So Gene has put a, a card, a business card in front of me here. 
And so she's got a website. Uh, actually, this is the church website. Yes, it is. And it's the Brooksville SDA Church. Okay, Brookville, B-R-O-O-K-S, Brooksville, V-I-L-L-E, S-D-A Church dot org. So if you go to brooksvillesdachurch.org, do you have information on the on the website about these health programs? No, there isn't. So they there would isn't. just uh, look for your name on there? Can they contact you through the church? Is that yes, the deal? Yes, ask to speak to me. Okay. And I'll get them directed to a lifestyle center in their area. Okay. Perhaps well, Wildwood if they're out west, Loma Linda, wherever they oh, okay. so Jean need is, to go. Jean is, uh, boy, I mean... Are you working full time? No, I'm, okay. I'm, get, volunt- work. I'm working she for the Lord. Now. I'm working for the Lord. Oh, okay, He makes these treatments work. Okay, well, I, I was getting a little concerned there that maybe we'd be pulling pulling you away from all your patients. But uh, basically, what you've heard is uh, Jean Upton. She's willing to actually help you. Some of you might say, "Well, we don't want to impose on her." Well, then call Uchi uh, Pines. Call them at that eight seven seven Uchi Pines. U C H E E Pines uh, number, or go on the website or if um, if you want to track down Gene, that's that org. Well, Darren, our time is slipping away. You came from a big city background in Detroit. You're now in a, another, sounds like, fairly urban setting there in North Carolina. Can you speak to folks who may not be living on a reservation or in a rural setting. Maybe they're Native Americans in an urban area, or maybe they're not of Native background. Is there any special message for city dwellers about what you've learned here? Yeah, I would say that uh, no matter where you are, you're going to be able to find ways in which you can live a healthier life. If that means taking a walk to your neighborhood park, Mm. uh, that means parking a little bit further away when you're at work, uh, also looking up to see if there's any uh, vegan restaurants that are when you're in your area. Okay. Uh, you're going to be able to find things that are going to be able to help you live a better, healthier life. And ultimately, that's what we all want. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter whether we're in the city or in the country, you want to definitely live a lot healthier. So go out there and seek that information. It's, it's, it's available. All you have to do is you, utilize the resources at your fingertips, which essentially is Google. Just Google in vegan restaurant or vegetarian restaurant or recipes, mm-hmm. and you will find what it is you need that will help you live a healthier life. Okay. Powerful appeal from uh, Darren. Gene, our time is just about gone, but uh, someone's on the fence. Should they pick up the phone and get more information, or should they think about it for a while? They should pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. People live with symptoms too long, and by the time they speak up, they need a whole body realignment. Lifestyle is is a very important part of our lives. Thank you both so much uh, for sharing your insights with us. We have got to run. We want to thank each of you for joining us on today's edition of American Indian Living. Thanks to Darren, to Jean, and as always, for all of us at American Indian Living, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.